So, but then that way we can just kind of, yeah. Um, but we're going to test our sound first, so I'm going to okay. just talk like I'm normally talking, and you can respond that way, not just talk normal. Okay. Hi. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a robot. <laughs> you can ignore the mic if it makes you feel weird. I know, we're just two friends talking about my geeking out about animals. Because you're a good supportive friend. Like our movie days. <laughs> it does remind me of our movie days. Good times. We were so weird, but so fun. We made the craziest. I tried to find an ant. I was thinking back to our, like, childhood history. I'm like, is there an animal that we related, like, that we have something in common with or, like, something we did? I know. I was thinking, I was like, we've done magic puppies, but, like, what puppy would I do? And, like, I don't know. If I do a dog, I want to talk about bull terriers, so I don't mm. know. I, I didn't do a dog. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was trying so hard to think of, like, is there an animal that she would like to learn about more? I don't know. But I didn't want to ask because I didn't want you to be, like, spoiled into what animal I chose. Right. So. I'm excited. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so. <clears throat> I'm just pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Yes! No. You know what? I pee all the time. <laughs> In my pants. Oh, gosh. I'm glad that made the cut. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Honestly, once you have kids, it gets so much worse. I can imagine that. <laughs> I already And do I it. didn't even, like, have my kid That's right. that way. It was cut out of me, but I still... It was cut like, out of me. <laughs> It was cut out of me. I mean, if you ever look at a YouTube video of a C-section, it is very gross looking. Yes. But it's also very fascinating. Because they, like, cut your uterus out and stick it on top of your stomach. No, no. Because they, like, they pull the baby out, and then as they're stitching the uterus back up, it's, like, sitting on your belly. And then they stick it all back in. It's crazy looking. It's horrifying that you're awake, too. Right? Yeah, but it only takes, like, 30 minutes from beginning to end. Seriously? Yeah. Like, I was only on the table for, like, 30, 35 minutes. And, so, like, they get the baby out within, like, five. And you were ready to push, right? Like, you weren't prepared for a C-section? Or, like, um, did you know So, because I was in there two months before I was supposed to be, right. we didn't really know what was going to happen, but then they kind of were like, either way, you're having your baby within two weeks. And I was like, cool. So, I was either going to be on bed rest in the hospital for two weeks, but I was only in there for, like, a day. Ah. And the plan was to have it naturally... Um, so, vaginally. <laughs> vaginally. <laughs> I mean, we say stuff like this, because this isn't the most kid-friendly podcast. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, we say all kinds of stuff, so. Is swearing allowed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how many swear words is, or like how gruesome we talk depends on if I listed as explicit or not. Okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I did. The plan was to have it vaginally, so they, like, induced me, and they, like, tried to start dilating my cervix, because it was not dilated whatsoever, because yeah. I was early. Right. Um, but then within, like, the day, and, like, certain tests showing, like, it, have it just, like, my baby just needed to come out, so they decided to C-section it. So, right. I didn't get to push it all, because I wasn't even dilated all the way, <laughs> which, by the way, was the most painful part was getting, like forcing my body to dilate Ooh. it was so painful it was the worst cramps ever um but i only had to do it for like an hour and then they were like yeah we're just gonna cut him out and i was like okay Don't. so it wasn't an emergency c-section but it was like 
planned to happen within the next, like, 30 minutes. And you're like, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this right now. We're going to get you prepped. And I was like, okay. And then. That's so weird. You just go to the hospital <clears throat> and you're like, yeah, you're going to have your baby now? Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was an adventure for sure. Because <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was a crazy adventure. But you know what? Now he's, like, 18 months walking. Making climbing, dinosaur noises. Making dinosaur <laughs> noises. Doing an alien. <laughs> alien. <laughs> so. You ready? Yes. Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to my podcast where I geek out about animals. I'm Nicole, and you are listening to Animal Facts. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. And I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because I just love learning about them. I think they're so cool, and they can do so many cool things. Some things I say may just be my opinion, and sometimes I am misinformed. Or sometimes I am just straight up wrong. So forgive me, I am only human after all. But please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and I also have the chance to learn from you. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy! Welcome animal lovers to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. Um, this is the first week without Jayla, but I brought in one of my best friends of all time to be my very first guest, other than Josh, because he's, like, a regular now. (laughs) So, everyone, please welcome Emily! Hello! Yes. And so, our personal question is, how did me and Emily meet? (laughs) Or what is one of your first memories of us? Gosh. (laughs) We were so young. I know. Like, I don't remember the exact day because we were neighbors. Yep, we lived across the street from each other and both little tater tots. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we would play, like, every day. We would. Uh, I don't don't remember the first time we met. Do you remember? Nope. But I know one of my first memories of you. What is it? Was you with your Mary doll and you would cry all the time. And then one day you stopped crying and I was like, what? (laughs) I was such a baby. (laughs) I mean, in retrospect, you probably were only like two or three. (laughs) That's fair. So I was a baby. (laughs) So, but that is like one of my first memories of you is just playing in my backyard with your Mary doll and then you would cry all the time and then one day you stopped crying. I, I only have like, I have a bunch of memories from when we're older. I can't remember like the younger ones, but I just feel like we were always a part of our lot, like, yeah. each other's lives. Like, yeah. I'm just always there, so I can't think of a specific time. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So this is Emily. <laughs> Yay! Grew up with each other. She's literally not, like, my oldest in age friend, but my oldest friend that I've had the longest, because yes. obviously neither of us can remember how long we've been friends. Basically our whole lives. Pretty much. <laughs> Ever since you moved into that house, which I don't know which is when. I was one. So there you go. We've been friends since she was one, which makes me, like, what, two? I think so. There we go. (laughs) Cool. All right, you ready? Yes. All right. What animal has a 10-inch tongue? I feel like it's, like, a a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) It is not a donkey, but I don't know how long donkey's tongues are. (laughs) Or, you know, I don't know why I thought of a donkey, but I thought of, like, the whole, like, 
horse, camel, donkey family. I don't think camels are in that family. But... I don't think they are. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Your second one. Yeah. Is out of all of the species that this animal falls under, it is the smallest one. Like the animal itself is small, or there's not very many types of it. <laughs> the animal itself is okay. small. So. In the donkey family, if it was, like, a donkey family, it would be, like, I don't know what's in a donkey family. (laughs) It would be, be like, the smallest version of a donkey. Okay. If that makes sense. A mini donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if, I don't know, are horses and donkeys in the same family? So it would be, like, the miniature horse or something. Okay. So. Oh. Since you guessed donkey, that's the, that's the version I gave you. Okay. It's not in the donkey family. It is a mammal. Oh. And it does have... An A in it. I had to check. <laughs> oh. That's like one thing we always do is, is it a mammal and does it have an A in it? <laughs> so, okay. it is a mammal and it does have an A in it. Okay. It's got a 10 inch long tongue and it's the smallest of its kind. And not a donkey. And not a donkey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You want your third clue? Yes, please. It is one of my favorite animals to see at the zoo. So it is in the Portland Zoo. And it's like one of my favorite ones to go look at. Is it an elephant? It is not an elephant. Those are huge. Why would I say an elephant? <laughs> I mean, there are different types There's of elephants. Small ones. And there could be, there used to be a pygmy elephant, which was tiny, but they're extinct. Mm. I'm going to say. Like a chimp. Nice. It is not. <laughs> but I like your guesses. <laughs> like a chimp. Chimpanzee. Nope. All right. Drum roll. It is a sun bear. <gasps> oh, I love sun bears. Me too. They have like little human looking feet. We call Leo, um, our dog, a sun bear. <laughs> He's just like a little, like a huge black dog, but he looks like a little sun bear. I love it so much. Well, I'm glad I picked a good animal for you then. Sun bear. That is the animal you are learning about today. The first of two. (laughs) Okay. So some general information about the sun bear. Do you know anything? Like, do you know much about the sun bear? No. I know. I think they're just like the smallest kind of bear, like you were saying. (laughs) But that's like all I know. Cool. Well, now you get to know lots of things and see how many things Leo can relate to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so their scientific name is a science word that I cannot pronounce, but I'm going to try, and I butcher it every time. Uh, Helorocatorus melanus. Well, that makes sense, because he- <laughs> Helio means sun. Well, there you go. But I don't know the rest. <laughs> melanus is probably because they're found in Malaysia. <laughs> Because they're also, their other names are Malaysian sun bear, the honey bear, because they love honey. And then in local communities, they also call them a dog bear. <laughs> so there you go, Leo is a dog bear. <laughs> um, they're also very strong and agile, so they're very, very good at climbing trees. Alright. And then for those of you who don't know what a sun bear looks like, I will give you a description. They are the smallest bear species. So they're about the ha- like half the size of a black bear or up to 10 times smaller than a polar bear, which makes them seem so tiny, but they're still kind of big. 
Um, they're like a large dog. They've got glossy coats that range from black to dark brown or gray in color, and then they have their distinctive marking on their chest that vary from white, yellow, or orange, and it can vary in different shapes, but the standard is usually like a crescent or circle shape, um, which it's like kind of like also like a U-shape, which is how they got their sun bear name because it looks like a sun on their Aww. chest. Um, and then each one of their little sun crest markings is individual to each bear, kind of like fingerprints to a human. And then they have a light-colored face and a short muzzle. And then they have short fur and ears, which also they happen to have the shortest fur of bears as well. Because there's like a the Asian black bear also kind of looks like a sun bear, but it's like shaggier. Oh, so and bigger. I burped. <clears throat> I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought our water in here. <clears throat> okay. They also have long curved claws on their front paws, which helps the animal to climb the tree and then also break down hollow logs in search of termites. And then they have their large paws that also are naked on their soles. So, like, the bottom of their feet don't have fur on them. So they literally, like, which is one of the reasons I love seeing them at the zoo. Because when you see them sleeping, you just see their, like, little paws dangling and they just, like, look like little human feet. (laughs) And they're so cute. I'm not, like, weird of feet or anything, but I think their paws are so cute because they're just a little naked on the bottom. (laughs) Um, But it helps them to be able to climb better, so they're actually the best climbers out of all the bears as well. And then, as I said, they have very long tongues, which can be 10 inches or 25 centimeters long. And then the males get about 5 feet long and weigh up to about 150-ish pounds, and then they tend to be... 10 to 20% larger than the females. So, the males are usually bigger, but only slightly. Okay, do you want to guess what their conservation is? Like, if they're, like, endangered, vulnerable, least concern, any of that? Mm, I don't think they're endangered. I don't I don't think there's a concern with sun bears. I hope not. <laughs> I know. We always hope that they're, like, of least concern, but unfortunately that's not always the case. So, populations of the sun bear have been known to, dec- like, drastically decreasing, and they are very threatened by both hunting and habitat loss. The IUCN has listed them as vulnerable um, and its natural environment, in its natural environment, and therefore they are at risk of becoming extinct in the wild in the future. So, in captivity, they're doing okay, but... Yeah. They are at risk of going extinct in the wild specifically, which would mean that we'd have to eventually reintroduce them into the wild. Yeah. I wonder if, like, wildfires have a lot to do with it. Probably. Unfortunately, there's a lot of those now. Yep. There is. Um, So their exact wild population isn't really known, but they believe that there could be less than a thousand individuals left in the wild. Um, but it's mostly from illegal deforestation, which is harder to control, and then, but the sun bears are being protected by anti-poaching laws, which helps them from being hunted, but they're also being taken as cubs or whatever as illegal pet trade, (laughs) because they're a prize bear to own as a pet for some weird reason. Alright, and then I don't have a whole lot on their history. They're really, because they're so, like, I don't know, 
like shy it's really hard to like get a lot of history and information on them but i did my best so the history i could find was that they're estimated to have been around from about five to six million years ago and then also in 1825 a man named thomas horsefield which was an american physician and naturalist um was working in indonesia when he discovered one of the subspecies of some bear some yes there are some subspecies of bear and if y'all can hear my baby crying, I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, and then, so, where do you think they live? Um, Like, in regions of the world? Yes. Okay, well, you said something about Malaysia, so mm-hmm. probably in Asia somewhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, definitely in, where we are, the Pacific Northwest, I feel like there's sun bears here. I don't know. Maybe there's just grizzly. There are grizzly bears and black bears here uh-huh. um, in the Northwest, but the sun bears that we have in, like, the Northwest and, like, Americas are all captive oh. sun bears, so they're not here naturally or, like, in the wild. Um, so you will find them in wooded areas, lowland rainforests in areas of Southeast Asia. Specifically, they're found on islands of Borneo in Sumarta, and then forests in mainland Malaysia, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, and Vietnam. Mm. And then they are sometimes found in small areas of eastern India and southern China. So, mostly all Asia areas, and then if they're found elsewhere, they're usually just because they're captive in zoos for conservation reasons, usually. Hopefully. Mm. Hopefully. That's what you <laughs> hope that the zoos have for is conservation. Um... And then they spend a lot of their time in treetops and canopies, and they make their own, like, nests and beds out of twigs and leaves and things. So they're kind of like a monkey in that sense, where they make a nest in the trees to sleep in. And I think it's super cute. (laughs) Because I just, can you imagine, like, walking through the forest, and then you just see a sun bear, like, making a little nest to, like, nap on in, like, a tall tree. You're just like, oh, that's cute. (laughs) I don't know why, but I just imagine, you know... (laughs) You know that weird meme of, of, like, cats, like, making biscuits, Oh yeah. you know? I just think of a sun bear <laughs> up in a nest, like, making biscuits. Making biscuits. <laughs> My biscuits are burning. <laughs> that would be cute. A little sun bear making biscuits. Aww. Aww, they just got even cuter. But they're super long tongues. Aww, they would love their biscuits with honey. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Oh, you ever just, like, think of things that are just so cute you can't handle it? Like, I think I have really bad cute aggression. (laughs) Or every time I see cute things, I'm just like, oh, squeeze it. Love it so much. So aggressive. Um, (laughs) Like Jessica Day from New Girl. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The dogs and the puppies. How can you love something too much? (laughs) Yes. I get that. I get that a lot. Especially with the puppies or with my baby. I'm like... Oh, yes. you're so cute. I just want to squeeze you. <laughs> I gotta walk away. Cute. So cute. A little sunbear with biscuits. It would be so cute. A little apron. <laughs> <laughs> and a chef hat. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody make this happen. Oh, so cute. Okay, so. <laughs> they're diet and hunting. Um, so sunbears are technically classified as carnivores because of the family that they fall under. But they're really more like omnivores, um, and they usually prefer to be more herbivores. So, which is odd, kind of like um, a panda bear mm-hmm. is a bear, but 
but they only eat like bamboo. <laughs> um, so they are a bear that is in like a carnivore family, but they're mostly herbivores and then occasionally omnivores as need be. So they mostly will eat fruit, leaves, plants, and berries, and then when that becomes scarce, that's when they'll eat insects, lizards, eggs, and small rodents. Um, But their favorite snack is honey. They love honey, which is so cute. So it's like a special treat, and they'll rip open like the beehives with their sharp claws, and then they use their really long tongues to like slurp out all the honey. And in the process, they also sometimes get a little crunchy bee snack in there. Um, But luckily, they don't seem to be bothered by bee stings, which is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. So at least they have that going for them. They can be stung all they want and not be too affected. And then something interesting was that their molars have lost their flesh, like, shearing capabilities. So instead of being able to, like, shred flesh, they're flatter to help them grind down vegetation. Hmm. So is Pooh Bear a sun bear? (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like if he... He doesn't look like He one. does not look like a sun but bear. He but he does love his honey. He doesn't really look like any other bear. That's true. What kind of bear is Pooh Bear other than just a teddy bear? Yeah. <laughs> An alive teddy bear. Because of the imagination of a kid. I mean, because Tigger's a tiger, Piglet's a pig, Roo and Kanga are kangaroos, mm-hmm. Rabbit's a rabbit. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Owl... Does Owl have a different name, or is he just Owl? I think he's just Owl. Huh. <laughs> you know, why is he called Pooh Bear? Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. Because well, his name is Winnie the Pooh, well, so they call him Pooh Bear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what kind of bear Pooh Bear is. Maybe we can look up real quick. What kind of bear is Pooh Bear? Other than a poop-covered bear. Ew. <laughs> He's just a teddy bear is what they say. Oh, the real Winnie was a black bear that lived in the London Zoo in 1915. So maybe oh. she was inspired. Okay. Um, Christopher Robin saw her and became fascinated with her, so he named his own teddy bear Winnie the Pooh combination of the bear's name and poo after a swan hmm. so there you go so inspired by a gri- a black bear okay from the london zoo and a swan is how winnie the pooh got his name all right there you go a bear and a swan made winnie the pooh <laughs> <laughs> i never would have thought of swan <laughs> yep <laughs> um okay so uh, the last thing on their diet and hunting is that some bears are known to place their front paws into, like, a hole. Like, if they can't totally just, like, crush the log or whatever, they'll just find a hole and, like, dip their hands in it, basically, their little paws. And allow the- ugh, so gross. Allow the termites to crawl up on their paws, <gasps> and then they use their tongues to lick it off. I know. So gross. I imagine. I'm like, Aah. No, thank you. <laughs> it makes me kind of itchy. <laughs> Ech. But- you know what? I'm sure if you have lots of fur and protection and a very long sticky tongue, you can do that and be fine. And if you just, in general, live in the wild. This is why I don't think I could just live in nature. I'd be too, like, don't crawl on me! Yeah. I like to wind. feel clean and not itchy. Yeah. <laughs> I can camp, but not not for life. I haven't been camping in a long time. Camping trip? 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so there are threats and predators. What do you think eats the sun bear? Oh my gosh. I would... Uh, this sounds terrible, but I feel like it's like another kind of bear. Because like... Or no, a wolf. A wolf. A wolf? Yeah. Wolf would be a bad guess. Actually a tiger. <gasps> oh yeah, they're in Asia. <laughs> mm, yeah. Freaking tigers. Freaking tigers. Yes, yeah, so... Tigger! Ah! Tigger! Oh no! <laughs> Tigger's going after Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so yeah, so large carnivores animals like the tiger are the main predators of sun bears. Um, but they have like so like jaguars or leopards if they're in the area as well probably. Um, so they have loose skin around its neck, so if they are caught by a predator, they're able to still kind of spin their head around and try to bite their attacker. So they do have like some cool defense mechanisms of very like loose baggy fur <laughs> um to kind of help them yeah me too like, <laughs> <laughs> in case someone comes up <laughs> let me just whip my, my head around and try to bite you <laughs> imagine it that we have like these saggy turkey necks <laughs> but that's not you at all <laughs> oh gosh that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if somebody did that and you did that in return, they would imi- like immediately just let you go and run away. I'm just but, petrified. But also, who's gonna come behind me and bite my neck? <laughs> A vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I would just punch whoever is touching me. Like, <laughs> That's what I would hope I would do. Right. But no one freeze. Yeah, I would freeze and just like melt <laughs> to the ground. Just become dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would just fall you know maybe it would surprise them that we just wait <laughs> i don't know we can just hope for the best maybe hopefully no one comes up and bites you uh, moving on <laughs> um the cubs are very vulnerable since they're small so they are usually the things that are preyed upon the most by also snakes and birds and then they're biggest threats other than their natural enemies um is honestly deforestation and then farmers who fear the sustainability of their crops mm. so farmers will kill the bears because they're like they're gonna kill my crops because mm. of like palm oil farms and things like that so i get it but that's sad it is sad but you can put fences up or something like don't kill the bear they're already so endangered like vulnerable and stuff they need they need protecting um, so their behavior, um, they are very rare and elusive animals, which makes it very difficult to learn about their behaviors and habitat, like habits in the wild. So a lot of the stuff we know is mostly from captivity animals, um, but we do learn some things from the wild ones, just not as easily because they're very few and hard to find. Um, but they spend majority of their time in high trees and they sleep a lot. <laughs> and then they're known to also sometimes climb trees by hugging the trunk and using their front limbs to grip and then use their teeth to be able to haul themselves up, which I think is, it makes me think of Mulan. 
Yes. When they're, like, all trying to climb the thing and one of them, like, digs his teeth in and still slides down. Yes. <laughs> but that's down what... to <laughs> So you just gotta climb a pole like a sun bear. <laughs> so that's what I think of. I think of that scene in Mulan of just the bear hugging the pole and climbing yes. it with its claws and teeth. Um, and then they are, do you think they're up during the day or nocturnal? Um, I would guess maybe during the day because they're sun bears? Yeah, they are actually diurnal, which is up during the day, um, because that's where they spend most of their time foraging for food, and then they rest in their high treetops at night. Um, but to avoid human activity, since there is an increasing amount of human activity in their areas, some of the sunbears have been known to adopt a more nocturnal way of life because they don't want to deal with the people. <laughs> oh, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then like other bears, sunbears are also very solitary, so they're really only ever seen in each other's company when they're ready to mate um, or if they're raising their young. And then on rare occasions, you'll see them conjugate in, like, a similar area if there's, like, a tree with, like, a lot of ripening fruit. So they'll tolerate each other's company if they're just kind of eating together. But they're not usually like, hey, let's hang out. They're like, "Mm, all right, we're all just around this fruit tree. That's fine, I suppose. And then (laughs) after they're done eating, they go their separate ways. Um, And then, but they're not, like, super, super aggressive or anything. And then they vocalize using different sounds. So adult bears can use a clucking noise, which I think is interesting. And then they also, like, because it says it resembles the sound of a hen. So they literally, like, cluck like a chicken. (laughs) Which is funny. I don't know. (laughs) Glugging. Glugging. (laughs) And then they um, have a type of contact call signaling friendly intent. And then aggressive bears will bark, growl, or roar, but not, like, uh, so similar to other bears. And then cubs will hum while nursing or squawk or cry when they need their mom's attention, which I think is cute. (laughs) They squawk. (laughs) But they also hum when they're eating, which is super cute. That's cute. Mm -hmm. Cubs are cute. Baby animals are just adorable. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. I'm sure there's a few that aren't. Like birds. Baby birds are creepy. Are those, like, naked cats? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I... Furless I kitties. I do like cats, but naked ones are interesting. <laughs> yeah. Very regal. I think it was that, like, the same one from, like, Friends that Rachel wants and, like, just claws yes. her face a bunch. Yeah. No, thank you. And they're like, what is that? Because <laughs> they're making fun of how ugly it is. Um, so their life cycle, both male, uh, and females are known to mate throughout the year and they can give birth throughout the year so they don't have like a specific mating season like other animals. Um, and then females are sexually mature when they're about three and males are sexually mature when they're about four. And then their gestation period is anywhere between three to eight months long. So it's a very like dramatic gap and i'll explain more about that why later um and then so depending on the amount of food the female is able to eat will determine if she has anywhere from one to three cubs and the average is one which i'll explain more on that later as well why there's such a big difference um so the mom when she is pregnant 
will make a nest in a large cavity such as a hollow tree, and that's where she'll give birth to her babies. And then the cubs are born blind, and they weigh about 11 ounces, and then they nurse and stay close to their mom for about two years. I don't know if they nurse for all of that time. Um, oh, I lied. I, had, I covered that in the next bullet point. <laughs> cubs are able to run and play at about four to five months old, and then they're naturally weaned anywhere between four months to 18 months, so it just kind of depends on... Again, like, it's... A lot of the information they get is from captivity, mm-hmm. so... They don't see a lot of it in the wild, so it's like kind of like a, this captive one did it for this long, this captive one did it for this long, this wild one did it for this long, so it's kind of like that age range for weaning. Um, and then they're able, so the moms are there to teach them how to survive in the tropics and become independent, and then once they're independent is kind of roughly around the two-year age, and that's when they leave to establish their own territories. And they're believed to live on an average of 25 years in the wild, but they've been known to live about 30 years or longer in captivity. So. Makes sense. Yes. No tigers in there. I know. (laughs) Nothing to kill them in captivity other than captivity. Yeah. (laughs) But at least they have lots of medical attention. Um, And then some cool weird facts about them. So they're... Sun bears do not hibernate like other bears because they live in the tropical world. Mm. Um, So they don't have that, like, huge change of seasons that they have to sleep through. So they're just up all year long. (laughs) They don't need to sleep for the winter. Um, All right. So they have the ability to have delayed implantation, which is why their pregnancies are so wide range of, like, one to three babies and for three to eight months long in their gestation period. Because different zoos reported their sun bears were pregnant for different periods of time. That's why it's such a huge gap. So delayed implantation is where they, the egg starts to form. And then at a certain point, it'll like pause. And that's like what polar bears and other bears do and other animals. Um, if they don't get enough food, then their body basically just reabsorbs those cells and they don't end up having babies. But if they're able to get enough food and hibernate and everything, then their cells eventually will, like, form and be like, we have enough to survive and support these babies and have babies, so then they'll have babies. So, it just kind of depends on how much they're able to eat and different things. So, they have the ability to have delayed implantation, but they don't always do it, which determines how long they're pregnant for. And if they have one to three babies. Okay. So it just, that's, does that make sense? It does. Cool. Um, and then they're very helpful with seed dispersal and pest control and nutrient cycling. So they're very valuable to Mother Nature and helping the forest grow and be healthy. So they're very important to their ecosystem. Because without them, the forest wouldn't be as healthy. And we need those rainforests to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Alright, so a famous sun bear. The oldest sun bear was in Japan, and his name was... <laughs> I'm really... I should get Josh to read this. He's good at Japanese. Um, Tayushi? Maybe? Sorry if I butchered that. <laughs> I'm very American. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he was captured... Uh, he captured the public attention at a zoo in western Japan with his, it's called, in quotes, the frustrated foes, pose, 
frustrated pose. <laughs> the frustrated pose. It's when he would clutch his head with his paws in, like, a frustrated oh. manner. So that's, like, what got him to be so famous. Um, so he was the oldest sun bear, and he lived to be the to the age of 32. He oh. died on February 2nd a few years back. So. But he was a famous one that I found. Um, and then I couldn't really find any cool stories on them. So... Yeah, they're pretty elusive. Yep. So my story is just the fact that I love seeing them at the Portland Oregon Zoo. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I love seeing them sleep and they're so cute. And I love them. And they have, like, wrinkly faces. They're almost like the chow chow of bears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but less fluffy. Yeah. You know? They're like... Or like the pug of bears, I the guess. The pug of bears. I feel like they're the pug of bears. <laughs> <laughs> they're just kind of wrinkly and loppy, <laughs> if that makes sense, with their giant tongues. They're just cute. Um, so the lightning round, which is where I just give you a bunch of really random facts really fast. Okay. Choo, 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 choo. That's my lightning sound. <laughs> What's your lightning sound? Pew, pew. <laughs> I like it. Lasery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So some bears have been hunted mainly to use um, for their certain body parts, particularly their gallbladders in some local Asian markets um, for medicines, which is sad. And then due to small size and generally docile nature, some bears have been known to be captured and sold as exotic pets for the exotic pet trade. Mother bears are called sows. And then moms have actually been observed cradling their cubs in their arms while walking around on their hind legs. <laughs> Which oh! is that aggressive cute right there. It's just that imagining while well, she's got her apron and hat cooking her biscuits <laughs> with her honey. <laughs> making her nest in the tree. She's so, just walking around cradling her baby. You go, mom. <laughs> it's so cute. I'm just imagining it is so adorable. Um... And then, as I said before, they're ten times, like, up to ten times smaller than a polar bear. But their teeth are the same size as a polar bear's teeth. Oh, my gosh. So they're smaller than a polar bear, but they have the same size of teeth. Which is crazy. Um, they have a sense of smell that is about 2,000 times stronger than a human's. And then in the Malay language, the sun bear is called Basindo Non Tengili. Tengil. I'm sorry, Malaysian people. Um, which means he who likes to sit high. Okay. They like to sit high in their trees, staring at the sun. And then my last little special segment is, is the sun bear a spirit animal of yours? Is he your spirit animal? That's fine. Is he Leo's spirit animal? Can your dog have a spirit animal? Can, can animals have spirit animals? Be like a sister animal? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Was meant to be born something, but wasn't. Um, or in a different lifetime, maybe Leo was a sun bear. Maybe. <laughs> could, you know, I can see that. <laughs> that would be so cute. Um, Alright, so according to Primal Astrology website, those born under the sign of the sun bear are something of a contradiction. Um, on one hand, they are funny, outgoing, warm, and upbeat, just as often as they are serious, overly hardworking, determined, and even stubborn. 
They are excellent in social situations, able to charm with ease and speak with great authority. Not me. Not me. Um, <laughs> some bears are natural leaders who command the respect and even their most bitter of their most bitter um, foes. And then the most natural role of a sun bear is that of a teacher or mentor. Sun bears have a way of positively influencing the lives of those around them. Huh. So. Maybe parts of that I could relate to, but definitely not the social part. <laughs> right. I am, I am Very like, a hermit. <laughs> Same. I should have done a hermit crab. We would have related. Oh! <laughs> next time. Next time. Yes. I'll do a hermit crab with you next time. <laughs> so there's the sun bear. It's so cute. <laughs> so. Is Leo a sun bear? I think so. I want to look up that picture of the oldest sun bear, though. Let's look up the oldest sun bear. What was his name? Ty something. <laughs> there it is. Sun bear. Oh, he's so cute. I see his little frustrated pose. Oh, that is so cute. <laughs> I will make sure I put a link of this bear on the resources. Listeners. He's so cute. Some bears are just super cute. I love looking at them. T-sun bear. Oh, look at these. The tongue. Look at these cute guys. Look at that guy. Those crazy eyes. That's Leo. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute. And they've got such, like... Pig noses. I didn't know, like, how, like, snouty their nose yeah. is. They do have a good sense of smell. That is a weird drawing of them, but it's still cute. Ow. This one's playing with a toy. And this one has a ball. Or football. Something. They're so cute. Oh. Sun. Bear. Cubs. Let's just get even cuter. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at her cradling her face. Oh, look at them. They're so cute. Look at them. They're so cute. Oh, look at that one chewing on a stick. <laughs> they kind of resemble bats a little bit, too. Little like bit. their face. Yeah. They're so cute. They're so cute. Look at that one waving. Well, there's the sun bear. Oh, love it. Yeah, they're pretty cute. Well, until next time, let's <laughs> I hope you uh, feel some cute aggression towards sun bears, <laughs> but don't go near them because they're super cute and they need protecting. Yes. <laughs> Until next time. So cute, want to protect them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> so cute, I love them. They're so cute. I love them. <laughs> Hold up, the cubs are both just like. Oh. <laughs> That's a cute noise. <laughs> It is the cute noise. (laughs) It's like the noise people are just like, I can't handle it. Thank you so much for joining me, animal lovers. And also, thank you to my special guest this week. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so I can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. I would love to hear from you. Your stories, your experiences, any suggestions you might have. Also, I would love to see any fun, cool art you guys do. You can email them to me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram for updates, cool art, and other fun animal-related news. Click the link in the description for the resources, the donation links to saving the different animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. A special thank you to my family for my really fun drum rolls, my best friend Jewel for my awesome music, and to my guests for joining me in my animal passions. Thank you again, animal lovers, for listening and supporting me in my animal discoveries and adventures. And until next time, bye! Okay, so your last really random fact that has nothing to do with some bears. Okay. <laughs> Today, um... Vicuna wool, which a vicuna is in, like, the llama alpaca camel oh. family. Okay. Um, so its type of wool can cost between 399 to $600 per kilo, oh. which, if you compare that to cashmere, cashmere is only about $80 per kilo. Oh, I've never heard of this. Probably because I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I have also never heard of it. I was like, what is a vicuna? Because yeah. I just did like a random animal search one time. I was like, what is that? And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, they're kind of funky looking. Yeah. And then I was like, how much is their <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I've never had to purchase it. So that's why I, I don't Rich know. Rich people. But, yeah. Do you know? Rich people are like, obviously, I know what that is. <laughs> uh. I have a whole vicuna wardrobe. <laughs> If so, can you please tell us what it's like? Is it really that much better than everything? Do you feel better than us? <laughs> <laughs> My vacuna does. <laughs>